Let us pray. Startle us, God, with your truth, and open us to your love, and may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, may they be acceptable in your sight. For you, O Lord, are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Last One Over the Wall is the title of a book by Jerome Miller. He was a psychologist and criminal justice expert and professor at The Ohio State University. In 1969, Miller was invited to lead an effort to transform the Massachusetts reformatory system for juvenile delinquents. The system had been under fire for horrible abuses which included children who were undernourished, beaten, and chained to their beds. Miller went to Massachusetts on a mission to change things, and he did. He brought in psychological, social, and educational services of every sort that he could think of. Against great opposition within and without, he sought to truly reform the Massachusetts system of juvenile justice. As soon as it should have been long enough to measure success, Miller took a look at the results, the recidivism rate, as well as the number of young people who, upon release, had returned to meaningful progress in school or in the workforce. And he discovered that almost nothing had changed. Terribly dismayed and disappointed, but unwilling to give up, Miller made a move that became revolutionary in the world of juvenile justice. He let the kids out. Closing several of the reformatories altogether, he found placements for the young people all over the state in private schools and local communities. Against a tremendous backlash and fear that his tactics would lead to a crisis in public safety, Miller allowed youths with histories of serious crimes back into the world in the company of educators and families who agreed to care for them. This time, it worked. In time, studies by institutions including Harvard University and the National Council on Crime and Delinquency vindicated the Massachusetts experiment. It had not led to a spike in crime as had been feared. The Boston Globe wrote that Jerome Miller had left a legacy of humanity and hope where there had been regimentation and cruelty. Some things in life cannot be effectively reformed. They have to be left behind. This is an idea that is really frightening to say out loud if you are a preacher. So before I go any further, I want to offer a disclaimer. As a result of today's sermon... Do not quit your job, leave your spouse, or otherwise abandon a significant responsibility claiming that I gave you permission. 
Those are serious decisions with big consequences. They require discernment and conversation beyond what a sermon allows. But having said that, preachers have to talk about this subject, for there is a witness to it in Scripture that appears over and over again. There are some situations and institutions in life that are not intended for reform. They are meant to be left behind. Again and again, the Bible says, faith means being willing to make brave moves into genuinely new ways of life. Sing a new song to the Lord, cries the psalmist in Psalm 98. It's a refrain that comes up again and again in the book of Psalms, and it refers back to one of the primary storylines in the Bible. In the book of Exodus, after the Israelites cross the Red Sea and escape from slavery, Miriam, the sister of Moses, cries out, Sing to the Lord! For he has done marvelous things, horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. Scholars agree that this is one of the very oldest stories we have in the Bible. It might be the oldest. It's one of the first times that the ancient Hebrews took it upon themselves to record something that had happened to them so that they could tell it to their children and to their children's children. The Exodus is their most important story. It becomes emblematic of who's God, who God's people are supposed to be. Faith is the willingness to follow God into brave new things. Later in the Old Testament, when the Israelites again fall on hard times, the Babylonian exile comes along and they lose their temple and their home. Eventually, they are allowed to return to Jerusalem, and their return is marked by the same song. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 10, we read again, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing God's praise from the ends of the earth. This is faith, the willingness to sing a song that is new. That story back in Exodus about the Hebrews escaping slavery, it is the story that teaches the original lesson. God does not send Moses to Egypt to say to the Pharaoh, give my people a little bit of a raise, or let my people make bricks with straw. No, God sends Moses to say, let my people go. In Egypt, the Hebrews do not reform the system, they leave it behind. God leads them to do something entirely different, and in faith they go. It deserves to be said that this kind of thinking is not easy, and the Bible does not make it out to be easy. In the Exodus story, the Hebrews cross the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army is destroyed and they head off to the wilderness in search of the promised land. Miriam, Moses' singer, Moses' sister, sings that new song. She finishes singing it in Exodus chapter 15, verse 21. 
By verse 24 of the same chapter, three verses later, the people have started to complain about their new life. We are thirsty, they say to Moses, and God provides them with water. Again, just four verses later, at the beginning of chapter 16, in verse 1, the people begin to complain that they are hungry. In verse 3, they say this, Oh, how we wish that the Lord had just put us to death while we were still in Egypt. There we could sit by the pots, cooking meat and eating our fill of the bread. You heard it right. Newly liberated from generations in slavery, almost immediately the people ask if they can go back. And in response to that unfaithful complaint, God provides them with the food they ask for to reassure them. Chapter 16 goes on to contain the story about manna from heaven and quail that God provides in the wilderness for food. The story is very deliberate in pointing out in just seven short verses the newly freed people ask to be slaves again. God is being faithful, but doing something new is hard for people. The Hebrews will wander in the wilderness for 40 years. It does not take that long because they can't find the promised land. It takes that long because they are not ready to go in. They have to wander around until they have completely forgotten about Egypt. Then and only then are they ready for something new. It's an important reminder for us people of faith because we are creatures of habit. And some habits are good, traditions have their place. There should be things about being faithful people that feel familiar and welcoming. Your church community should be a place that is safe. But the harder question is, when in being a safe place does faith get room to become a brave place? Speaking of singing a new song, last week our children and youth put on this year's youth musical. They sold it out on both nights. This is one of the most faithful things that we do. It's an amazing thing to me with each passing year how our youth and adult volunteers pull the whole thing together in just a few rehearsals. It's creative and fun. Every year they figure out an innovative way to teach the Bible as our young people do something fun together. But by far, the most amazing thing to me is this. Every year I hear stories of teenagers who wouldn't dare to get up on a stage and sing a song at school, and they are willing to do it here at church in front of hundreds of people.
in those moments, our young people are teaching the rest of us an essential lesson about faith. Faith is not just meant to be a safe place. It is meant to be a brave place. Their example presents an important challenge to all of us who are grown-ups. When is the last time you stepped out of your comfort zone and tried something really new in your faith? For that matter, when was the last time you were genuinely surprised in your faith? Both for us as individuals and for us together as a community, church is supposed to be a brave place. Where is God calling us to sing a new song? Amen.